Hello, my name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. I'm not a grief expert. I'm really only an expert on my own grief experience. I remember what comforted and comforts me, and I know what didn't and doesn't. I think we're not very educated about what to say when someone tells us, my dear, someone has passed away. I can understand the sincere desire to say something magical to take away a friend's pain. Of course, I've felt that way myself. We stumble around for just the right words. Sometimes people make bad guesses. Shortly after my daughter died, I heard this colossally bad guess. At least now you can shop for a smaller family car. Uh... I had told this acquaintance perhaps a month before that we were in the market for a new family car. She had heard our devastating news about Rebecca's death, and this was her response. At least now you can shop for a smaller family car. Uh, yes, she really did say that. It's etched in my memory. And she just stood there waiting for me to respond. And what would that proper response be? I beg your pardon? I shook my head and I walked away. It's for times like these that I'm thankful for the training of Miss Manners. I beg your pardon? I suppose this clueless woman was trying to identify a silver lining for me. Yeah, don't do that. And if you begin a sentence with, at least, you're on the wrong track. Shut up. It's not going to end well, and it's not going to be comforting. I appreciated the compassionate friends who understood there weren't any magic words to take away the pain. I appreciated the thoughtful people who didn't leave me with the vague instruction, call me if you need anything. I didn't know what I needed. Someone coordinated meals for our family after asking my permission to do so. Becky asked permission to have someone clean our home while we were away at the funeral. People called. People listened. Compassionate friends gave me permission to kick the couch when I was angry. My husband and I talked nightly until the wee hours and asked, Why? A hundred and fifty thousand times until we wore out the question. I also really appreciated my brother Jamie, who continued to bring Rebecca up in conversation. Not like it was forced, but because he was just naturally thinking about her. So why am I thinking today about those early days of grief? I volunteered this past weekend at the Compassionate Friends Conference. The Compassionate Friends is a national organization for families who have lost children. I don't think I'd heard of them until May of this year. My friend Karen tagged me on social media when she learned they were looking for practitioners to volunteer for their Healing Haven sessions. She thought Carrie is an EFT practitioner who has lost a child herself. By the way, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, which some people call tapping. I'll talk about that in future episodes. I had the honor of working with about 20 of the 1,200 conference attendees. On some things, most of us agreed. Among our greatest fears 
is that our loved one will be forgotten. On some things, though, we did not agree. One mom took particular offense to, You're so strong. I don't know how you are surviving. I'm not sure I could do what you're doing. She reacts strongly because she feels it's obvious she didn't choose this loss, and she doesn't want to be treated as a hero just because she is still standing. Another mom does appreciate when people say such things. It reassures her that she's doing okay and that it really is hard. Many have felt hurt when people closest to them think that they should be over this by now. One man reported snapping at his brother, Oh, would you think six months is long enough to grieve a loss of your son? The vulnerability researcher Dr. Brene Brown believes there should be no statute of limitation on grief. It was a godsend for me to have a sensitive friend like Deb, who recognized I could use some professional help with my process. She actually found the counselor and watched my youngest daughter for those weekly sessions. I think our post-sessions in her kitchen were as valuable as the time with the expert. Deb listened, and when I didn't want to talk about grief anymore that day, we talked about something else. She followed my lead. Really, there is only one response that everyone I talked with agreed was helpful and not offensive. We recommend you keep it simple and heartfelt. I'm so sorry for your loss. In your bereavement, what have you found helpful? I think we have a real opportunity to educate others. Please leave a comment at theblanky.blog. Thank you. Another expression I really like is used by Orthodox Christians and other people. Memory eternal. Our greatest fear was that our daughter would be forgotten. Please don't let her fade away as if she was never even here. To all the dear new friends I met this past weekend, thank you for trusting me. Thank you for telling me your stories. Memory eternal for your loved ones. I'm so sorry for your loss. Consider yourself tucked in. From this valley they say you are going. We will miss your bright eyes and sweet smile. For they say you have taken the sunshine that has brightened our pathway a while. Come and sit by my side if you love me. Do not hasten to bid me adieu, but remember that red river valley and the girl who has loved you so true.